You have tuned into T-Buddies. This is your host, Salah Hadin. In today's episode of the Friendship Stories series, Ariel shares with us the values she pursues in friendships and what loyalty means to her. I also ask her, all things considered, is it still worth it to be genuine? Brace yourself for that and many more while enjoying your scrumptious evening tea. And thank you once again for listening to T-Buddies. All right, uh, let's get to the first question. When I say the word friendship, what comes to your mind? Oh, oh gosh. Um, and this might sound silly, but like cookies, really. I think I, I recently had a Subway cookie and I shared it with my sister. And to me, that was like super meaningful. Oh, so cookies. Wow. This is, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, this was, this was, I have to think the most unexpected answer. <laughs> how, how could? And okay, I don't want to get into details of it. Uh, perhaps I'll share with you after, after the meeting. But all right, that's interesting. Uh, okay. Thinking of friendship, what is the uh, the earliest memory that you can remember? And by earliest, I mean like in terms of age and in terms of your life history. So what would that be? Oh, okay. I, I okay. I had this, this, um, this memory. I really don't know if I can say it's friendship, but you know how like friendship happens in the weirdest of ways. Uh, okay, so... Um, I think it was daycare. It's not even kindergarten yet. It was like daycare. Okay, so like I love porridge, good porridge. I love it. And like on this day, I think it was a Wednesday. I I really yeah, I think it was a Wednesday. So I was having porridge. Okay, so I was I was really indulging in that in that porridge. Okay, and um, this friend is a. Uh, uh, one okay I don't even know if he was my friend at the time but like his his um playtime with me I guess was like running around okay so he invited me to run around and catch him you know and I was like no I'm having my porridge I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take my time away from this beautiful moment you know god given porridge to chase your ass okay like no okay but you know eventually he he uh, convinced me after I was done with my porridge. And uh, so he wasn't happy the, with the fact that I could catch him. But when it came to the other way around, because he was a chubby kid, you know, I think he had some wow. issues running, little short legs, okay, stumbling over everything. <laughs> so okay. he could catch me. But when it came to some point that he got the, the high leverage, he jumped on me and bit me in the shoulder. Wow. And I went home to cry to my parents, told, told them he, he bit me. I think that was the start of friendship, actually. <laughs> you always thought that aggressively. What was in his mind? You know, like, oh, we're, we're going to get closer this way. Yeah, you know, with me sinking my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that, that's a very interesting start. And has that idea, uh, I mean, like, I'm joking, but has, uh, has that idea of, like, aggressive start to friendship changed over over the years, throughout the years? Oh, definitely. Okay, mm. yeah, actually, that's a really good question because he was one of, I guess, like, my founding relations I had with anyone, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up with close, being closer to my brother and, like, my cousin, and they're both boys, so, like, I had, like, a very aggressive idea of, like, friendship. Yep. So, um, see, all of these, the, these three people were boys, so... Um, Later on, when I was introduced to like, I guess like girls, you know, okay, this is this is your sister. This is um, this is uh, I don't know, Tiffany. Let's just say Stephanie. I don't know. So like, I would be really rough with them, and I couldn't understand when they start crying too. So it's like, oh. yeah. So over the years, I became like more gentle, and I understood that that that's not how you make friends. You don't you don't tussle with them, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and how how what do you what do you value nowadays? I mean, like with with the passage of twenty something years uh, mm -hmm. of of your life, you know, if if you were to have an over, let's say, let's look back and see 
how your values have developed in friendship and uh, what are the things that you take very seriously in friendship nowadays? Uh, you know, how has that idea of a friend or, you know, friendship has developed for you over the years? Hmm. I think, obviously, when you mentioned, like, values, the first thing I keep in mind was loyalty. Hmm. Yeah, that's, I think, over the years, I've really, really, really come to value loyalty more and more as the years go by. Because I understand that, you know, friends come and go, and, like, everybody has different personalities, and some you jive with better than others, but that doesn't mean that the ones that you're not as... Um, I guess don't gel so much with they don't it, they're not it doesn't mean that they're not your friends you know so um loyalty super important because you know like throughout our years we make a lot of mistakes like that doesn't define who we are it's just like mm. a point in time where we're kind of figuring ourselves out more and more that doesn't mean we're bad people we just you know sometimes make bad choices and whatnot and for me um the quality of that friend is determined by how willing they're, they're um, how willing they are to understand where you're coming from or what was going through your mind at the time which led you to make that choice the mm. so loyalty because eventually I mean we grow out of these um, I guess transient ideas of how things should be like maybe at at one point in yeah. time we think like, we want to be the most popular person and then our choices may have had like um bad impacts with our friends but we didn't care about it at that time but that doesn't mean we don't care about our friends it's just mm. that we were so focused on something but once we grow out of that idea of like oh i want to be the most popular person uh, in, in school and whatnot and then we change and the uh, the actions that we take after mm. that is what kind of defines who we want to be because it's it's not about who you are in this moment it's it's eventually who you want to be or who you strive to be. And if those, I guess, to me, the, the friends that are not as of quality to me are the kind that like, it's just, they're not willing to understand and they're just, they'll just leave. Hmm. And I'm, I'm cool with that because that teaches me something as well. That when um, it teaches me to appreciate those that, that do stay. Yeah. You know, it, it gives you an opportunity to compare, you know, and uh, that's that's what I would say to, to other people as well, you know, when, when they're hurt or something. And I'm like, OK, if you weren't, then then you wouldn't have realized a few things. So and I personally, I personally think that if well, drama free friendships are ideal, but <laughs> but, you know, but if that drama doesn't happen, you just miss out learning a lot of things about friends, about friendship, you know. And even if you lose one, two, three friends, you know, it's kind of worth it. I mean, like, I'm saying it with a pinch of pain, okay? Uh, because, <laughs> because I've been through it as well. But, but the thing is, uh, it, it sets a... A, a stronger foundation you know for future friendships as you said like it, it just makes you appreciate them more it sometimes if with open eye we look at it sometimes help us to not repeat the same thing even though uh, my mind I the mindset that I have in, in dealing with people as well I don't put them into boxes you know and I'm like and I'm like okay I can't really generalize the experience that I had in previous friendship into you know the new ones so I, I I deal with it as a deal with each person as a new case as a novel case so I start from scratch with everyone from the beginning and I go again um, the same way too far in all of them just to see where the red lines are you know right, right. and sometimes I do cross them uh you know just to see what the reaction would be so if the person is tolerant then i'm like i kind of play with the boundaries but but if they're like okay no no then i just stay the heck away you know so yeah. so on, on the note of loyalty because this is a very interesting thing that that you that you brought up uh so so what constitutes 
loyalty you know to you and like what are some of, some of those concrete examples you know if if you were to help us picture a better image of what loyalty means to you and if you could share a concrete example or experience of it happening to you in a way that you really appreciated it what would it be loyalty all right so i guess first of all it's going back to the the kind of like the baseline to understand that like we're all human we all make mistakes we make bad choices that doesn't mean that we're inherently bad people so if this is the understanding that we're building on um the friends that are beside you are definitely going to suffer a lot of things as well in your um path of growing you know whether it's your expectations or your actions or your words sometimes you know you know <laughs> like i i've heard a lot of people and like i'm not proud of it obviously but it's it really made me appreciate the ones that stay so much because okay so back to like the times that i did mess up okay and when i had a lot of people leaving me and and, and such like i do understand that i probably had something to look at you know if let's just say if like a lot of people are leaving you and whatnot it's like oh am i the problem and it's time to look at yourself it's time to look at myself like have i have i you know do i have a pattern of doing something that you know you know but it also it also makes me feel like oh my gosh am i that hard to love like mm. like like what am i doing that is so messed up like for example you know when mm. i'm looking at myself and like You know, am I that fucked up that it's it's just so hard to to stay and and um if you don't get out of that um thought process right it's so easy to feel like I'm not good enough oh my gosh I have to people please I need to really I don't know impress them or like take care of their emotions and whatnot but I mean that's not who I am you know like eventually it's like I'm just kind of creating a persona to keep these people mm. and you helped me realize that actually I mean from the beginning of our degree I'm pretty sure like there's so many times I came to crying because I was so afraid that I would lose these people you know if I do this I'm gonna lose them and like all, time and time again you, you know you keep reminding me that like if they really mattered they wouldn't mind and if they mind they don't matter I mean that's that's a quote that sticks with me I guess. But but yeah, I mean like if they came to a point of like leaving me then they they weren't real they weren't my real friends to begin with. And so going back to like uh, the the base of like loyalty, it's just if people were to understand that like you're a a being that's like coming to I guess like a masterpiece you know it's like you you will you'll never be really like complete but you're always you'll always be in the journey of becoming better and better and better mm. so if they come to a point of like you know I can't take this anymore you know if I was the one that was really messing up this whole time and I wasn't like taking their feelings into consideration I understand why they mm. I do not blame them at all and I don't I don't see that as them not being loyal or whatnot but it's the people that are so quick to leave when you make a mistake mm. they're not willing to understand where you mm. where you came from what thought process you were having because in one one situation one circumstance you know it could be viewed in so many billions of different ways depending on your culture your age your gender there's so many ways to look at a situation so it's the friends that are willing to understand okay what was going on at that time with me why did i make that decision what led to all of these things happening that i really really do appreciate to me that's loyalty it's not it's not that they stay regardless or what but it's just that they're trying so hard to understand where you're coming from so that they can talk to you give you like um honest feedback and then that's where you go back and forth back and forth you know it's just the ability to understand that you're a human that's making maybe not the best choices at that time but they're willing to sit with you and understand where you're coming from and give their feedback and that's where mm. you go back and forth mm. to be better people but it's, it's the people that leave immediately just because you made this choice or that that i to me is not loyal mm. so if, if, if i were to sum it up uh well we could say that as long as we can talk about it you know uh then there's a chance and 
perhaps that's where loyalty start you know even even the, even if there is a quote-unquote misunderstanding it might not even be a misunderstanding as you say you might just mess up you know and there's no misunderstanding about you messing up well i messed up and i'm saying it i didn't messed up yeah but but if if you're not uh taking the chance to hear me out then that's where things would go down you know because i always i always say to myself you know that as long as we can talk about something that we think has gone wrong then there's a chance for survival but if you're not giving each other the chance to talk it because that's the only the only means yeah. to maintenance you know and if you're not willing to talk about something then like how else would you want this yeah. to heal you know and i guess like that willingness to to talk about something is already an indication that i still care no matter what happened you know mm. and and you know i feel as though when when a friend tells you that when a friend you know comes back to you and gives that offers that opportunity once again it feels as though he or she is placing trying to place herself in your shoes and that's perhaps what's so sweet about this whole conversation thing you know uh when things go wrong because because if i am able to put myself in your shoes or not even in your shoes if i were to imagine that the same thing would have happened to me and i would ask my myself this question is there a guarantee that i could do better than she did can i guarantee that you know and i myself you know well will you say that i've stayed around perhaps i mean i you know the, the reason i stay around is because i i always ask myself that question and and i can never come to consensus or like to to agreement with myself that i could absolutely do a better job than you did in that situation you know i mean how how would i know how would i know uh so from there on uh i'm like okay if i were placed in that situation and if i were to mess up then what's all this fuss about mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I'm, what am i trying to get by leaving you know because somebody else would leave me for the same reason you know later on same thing would happen to me and somebody else, and i wouldn't want to be in that situation because friendships yeah. are expensive Yeah. truly expensive on yeah. all levels you know on all levels and i'm like i don't think i'm that rich you know to afford like other friendships at the moment so let's stay and repair instead of you know the moment things are broken just leave it where it is and and just go away i mean like what's in it if you were just to build and destroy build and destroy why can't you build and repair instead of i uh, you know just you know so so what what i hear from you like there are so many things in it there's forgiveness in it there's understanding in it above all there's acceptance in it and you know when i say acceptance it's not just me accepting you but again me accepting my own limitations and my own shadows and darknesses as well because when i when i when i'm willing to talk to you it means that i have come in good terms with the fact that i can mess up just like you did yeah, yeah. you know so i'm leveling myself with you on that uh, uh on that note and i think that's where you feel home at friendships you know mm-hmm. because you see that the other person is not only trying to understand but also is trying to accept mm-hmm. you know the fact that he could be on the other side of the story as well yeah i mean honestly there's just there's so much to unpack here in a sense that like i'm i'm in no means saying you know you should stay in like toxic relationships and whatnot because because there are times where the people that are trying to understand you know are trying to help this person but then this person who made the mistake is not willing to look at what they've done or they're not willing mm-hmm. to admit that they're feeling a certain way that you know they go into denial and everything and that's tough because staying in that kind of relationship could really also ruin you know your mental well-being and i i understand why people live in those kind of situations but mm-hmm. what i'm talking about in this sense is i guess um before you even think of like just you know up and leaving 
you know, did you try to talk to this person? Did mm. you really, really try to understand where they were coming from? Or were you, I mean, because there are some people who talk to people, right? Like they, they do talk to the person that um, upset them and whatnot, but they're not really trying to listen. Like, mm. did you talk because you wanted to say something to make yourself feel better about yourself? Mm. You know, it's like, no, you did this. And then, like, you know, it's like, just unload yourself and this person before you leave. Yeah. So that's that's usually the questions that come into my head when people tell me about their experience and everything. It's like, did you did you honestly really listen to where this person is coming from, or did you listen to rebuttal? Mm. Did you listen to just prove prove yourself right and them wrong, or did you mm. really try to understand where 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 they were coming from that led to this, you know, this maybe unfortunate outcome, you know? Yeah. Well, I totally agree with that. I you know I always say you know, many a time we just listen to prove each other's each other wrong, you know, instead yeah. of, of understanding each, you know, yeah. where one when where the other person is coming from, and that's where the uh, the conversation just just dies because this whole the, the whole point of this conversation was trying to figure out what the hell went wrong, you know, yeah. not to add more hell to it. You know? and, and, mm-hmm. and when you try to just prove your points, you're not actually listening. You're just waiting on clues to get back, yeah. you know, and, and just land your thief into the flesh of that, <laughs> the, the other person, you know? So, so yeah, it, it really, it's a very hurtful situation to be in, you know, when, when, when you're trying to talk something out and all you get is the other person trying to prove you wrong. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand, perhaps I do in fact understand that I'm wrong, you know? So mm. what, 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 I mean, like I've already submitted, you know, so what else yeah. do you want out of this, <laughs> you know? Uh, but, but, but perhaps I'm just trying to, to just paint a picture for you you know this 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 whole conversation is just that you could understand the situation but yeah i mean i can i can understand where you know that person is coming from because sometimes if they're even if they're really loyal to you you know sometimes they just really want you to realize you made a mistake here Mm. i need you to see Mm. that you really fucked up you know what is that something you said um before this made me think about the fact that like you know, if you're coming onto someone so strong like that, you know, like you're just so desperate to get them to see that you fucked up, okay? Like, see it now. Like, when you're so, when you're trying so hard to shove their face in their mistake, you know, like, look at it, you know? Mm. Like, do you think, do you honestly think they're going to respond mm. nicely? They're not. They're going to build more walls and be more defensive. But you don't want them to be defensive. And you, as, you know, a close friend, have, like, you know, the best access to their heart you know like you out of all people you know maybe maybe you know their their close family or like people that they trust like you as a, a close friend a best friend a becoming friend you know like you have like the can you imagine like out of all the people they give the keys to they gave one to you and you're not using it oh, you yes. know you're like you're oh, throwing yes. rocks at them like like yeah you know like you have the ability to get them to see and actually turn a new leaf in this in this moment of trigger and they would listen to you you know like if if you were to bring it up honestly they'll listen you know gosh but you gotta come from a place of understanding empathy it sounds it sounds counterintuitive but it's not when you come from a place of understanding empathy vulnerability it helps them mm. be vulnerable it helps them admit that you know mm. yeah you're right you know i might have fucked mm. up here you know i might have I, I really do need to change and mm. through you through that empathy and love and understanding that you've given them you, you've given this platform for them to come out of their hurt mm. so it's like i mean I, I really forgot who told me this i think it was dr eugene mm. in that time when i was like lost as well he told me hurt people hurt people and there mm. might be you know people who don't agree with this but it's true like the parts of you that are hurt tend to come out more stronger you know mm. like you, you feel this need to defend yourself because you're mm. hurt there so if somebody actually you know gives you this platform of vulnerability kindness love and empathy it gives you this safe 
safe platform to to know that okay this person is not going to hurt me as long as I'm honest with myself and honest with them and I come out and admit mm. they can help me change you know mm. I can we can work together to to I guess evolving changing for the better but if, you know if if on top of that the person you trust the most is you know coming at you with like horns and stuff like that like who else are you going to trust mm. you know and it, it, it makes it more like, okay, why should I change? You know, you're just like everybody else. You know, you're, you're, um, you're feeding into their idea that like, they can't trust people. They can't mm. be vulnerable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, as I said, like, there's so much to unpack here. Right? Like, thinking about that friend that, you know, were to, were to have that feeling of, you know, I want to leave and things like that. That's like, it comes from somewhere, you know. The fact that they wanted to, you know, in, in a sense, like, okay, avoid this conflict. I don't want to talk about it. Where does that come from? It comes from, you know, childhood of like, like, how do you say this? It's like years and years of like, not being able to solve things with their family, mm. their parents and whatnot, that they just don't even find it a need anymore. Like, I don't even, why should I talk to my friend if they're going to fuck up like this? Like, they should know that it's, it's wrong. You know, they have that idea of like, they should know it's wrong. I'm not going to tell them because I don't want to, I don't want this conflict. I don't want this drama. And they, they leave. But when they do leave, it promotes this sense of abandonment. Even when your, your, your friends, you know, the people you trust most makes you feel abandoned. Mm. And that can manifest in a lot of ways. Either this person, who knows, they could build more walls and not want to be close to people or they, they tend to be people pleasers because they just don't want people to leave. Yeah. True. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah. I I really agree. Uh, I think like if you were to look at it from from their their perspective, it'd be something like, uh, because you know you you're you're saying like what they what they do is actually does feed that negative self talk, you know, that I would have with myself, and I guess that would perhaps you know perhaps in a way would come from a place that well, what you did made me suffer. So why not you take a bit of that suffering as well? You know, mm-hmm. and, and well, that kind of differentiates uh, who is a true friend and who is there on a business trade. Uh, <laughs> you know, because, because it's not that black and white. It, well, yeah, mutuality, you know, it's definitely a part of friendship, but we don't do it that way that you know you made me suffer so i make you suffer right now you know just because of what you did to me because i mean we've been talking about acceptance and understanding and if there's no forgiveness we can't even tolerate each other's you know um each other's um what do you call curse for for even like like a, a month <laughs> or two because it's constant forgiveness that that makes friendship you know uh, last long and yeah I really like that point on uh, on you know when it happens like that and when they don't see it that way it, it just like perpetuates that not that line of negative negativity I would say the way we look at ourselves it, it just like alters that you know because these were our mirror these were the people that we look into and saw a reflection, a good, a better reflection of ourselves. You know, I would look at you and I'm like, okay, I can, because you were supposed to bring the good out of me. And you did that as a friend, you did that. That's why we become friends, you know, because at certain point in my life, you served as a, as, as a mirror in which I saw a better picture of myself. And, that's where friendships start, you know, because I made you feel better about yourself. That's that's usually the case. But then when that mirror is broken uh, and all you can see in that mirror, it's just scattered pieces. I mean, like uh, of yourself. It's th- the picture that you see in that mirror is never again that united uh, or like th- there's no unity of 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 the goodness in you that you thought that friend would represent, you know? So not only the idea of that friend is, is, is broken in your, in your mind, but also the idea, the self image that you had about yourself is, 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 is to them, right? true. Yeah. Because, because they always, 
we, we always I'm surprised that we always come to this point that friends become part of your identity you know uh, and when a friendship is lost it feels as though a part of you is gone and uh, I, I assume it was you or Bradley who actually captured this in in one of the poems that we had for the Camelot series uh, so so yeah that, that that's very true uh, but moving on from the from the negative side to, because you mentioned things like mental health and empathy and and kindness and compassion uh, so so yeah let's 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 talk about that amidst all that was going wrong let's say because we were talking about uh in a broader picture we we're talking about loyalty here and so when things go wrong in a friendship uh i'm, I'm sure you you've had uh you know uh some other supports you know or like just to get you by just to get you going how, how would the presence of those who stood by you, you know, uh, helped you realize the situation that you were in better or like help you just stand up again and move forward and feel, feel that you still matter and you're still, I mean, like, you know, despite all that negative self-talk that the other friendship, that the other drama, you know, brought along, how would, how would those support that you got from other friends help to heal you know from that process and bring the, the broken pieces of the mirror back to back to its i mean like it not not it's well it, it was in the beginning but like you know to heal like a, like a stronger, stronger yeah 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 um well honestly i feel like after a huge fight there's negative feelings on both ends. And I think the the one that has, or, or people who have like the tendency to feel deeper, you know, uh, the tendency to not just throw away their emotions when something goes wrong will really beat themselves up because they could be upset over something they did, but they could also be upset over the fact that they upset this person. And then on top of that, this person left so it's just like hurt over hurt over hurt. So now it's not over. It's not only their actions that hurt themselves because it comes back to them, right? Now it's the fact that they hurt their friends, their friends left them. And then it it makes them feel even worse. Like, oh, can I really not change? You know, was it so hard mm. to love me that, mm. you know, I'm not worth it? And I feel like in this moment, it's very, very easy for them to slip into the idea that I'm not going to change in this way mm. anyway especially if the people that are closest to them made them feel that they were not worth it because of this one aspect of them. Maybe, for example, um, I don't know, like uh, uh, their rudeness, let's say, or like, um, I don't know, their unthoughtful behavior. We could, we could say that in, in uh, insensitive behavior, let's just say. So, you know, if enough people leave them for the same reasons and nobody actually stayed to state the course to tell them that hey you can actually change or like you know let's 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 do this together or something like that right it it makes this idea that I can't change in that way like more and more concrete more solid you know because nobody was willing to even help them see the fact that they can change and because there was no trust there I mean if there was trust they wouldn't really leave right so if there was no trust there this person who fucked up would be thinking like, you know, you know, what the hell? Like, I'm not even going to change. Like, I can't change. No, you know, this is who I am. And it's those people that stay, you know, the ones with compassion, empathy, kindness, forgiveness, make them realize that this is not the only path they can take. I can change. Oh my God, I can change. And it opens the possibility to so much more. Can It opens this possibility to the fact that I can be a better version of myself. Friends can actually stay. I am actually worth loving. People actually trust me, for example. And you feel like, maybe, I wouldn't say it's expectations, but it's, it's just the possibility of change is there. And they work mm. with that. And it's like on top of doing it for themselves, they want to do it for, or at least I want to do it for the people that stay. 
because they gave me this idea that I can be a better version of my, myself and I want to do it for them because I love them and the fact that they stayed with me it means that they love me too and I don't want their efforts to go in vain for example and I feel like that small or I guess large effort of staying eventually would shed light onto this person this lost soul this mm. hurt being that there there is good in life and I can be a part of it I can change mm. yeah so it's to bring that that lost hope again if, if yeah. you were to say it in a word That's... yeah and you don't even need like many like one is enough True. as long as there's as long as there's like I guess like a break in the pattern right mm. so if this person has consistently had people leaving and leaving and leaving you know okay they're they're messed up they're pretty messed up but as long as there's that one person that stayed you know like to them that's that's so foreign like how what you know like why would you stay like they're they're already expecting this person to leave but no matter what this person doesn't leave right and it really makes them feel like oh my god there's a discrepancy there's a there's like a a change in the pattern what does that mean and then that's where that that hope comes in like oh my gosh is it possible can i do you know can i change but of course this comes after the whole like you know this is i can't believe this this is no this is bullshit you're lying to me you're trying to you know what's this yeah yeah i mean like yeah that's a, that's a very i'm glad that you brought hope in it i i feel as though friends i mean another definition of 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 friendship would be somewhere would be a place that you restart you know like you're so shut down you know with all that's happening in your life and a friend would just just you know just just like a like a match that's getting scratched on the box and it just light up like that you know it's just where you just restart and you know you you rekindle with 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 life in a way you you make peace with things once again because somebody proved to you that that's not it you know because we do think that that's it you know that's why we shut down because we thought okay that's it shut it down you know but then somebody comes along and say there's more to it and i've seen it and i've been there you know so i'm not just just hypothetically telling you that there's a heaven out there i'm coming from heaven because i was in hell and i went to heaven yeah. and i've come back to tell you that there's a place here but there as well and i mean like how 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 divine would that be you know it's this it's like they're showing you the promised land <laughs> yeah isn't it isn't it uh okay moving on uh ariel well you are a very creative expressive you want to go uh yeah but kind of person you know like you want to go above and beyond things to explore uh Okay, share with us uh, a few things. Oh, let, let's let's talk about love languages, yeah, for a bit. And if you're comfortable, you can just share like a few ways in which you express yourself, in which you know uh, you you go with your love language, and 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 how do you communicate that? Because sometimes there might be discrepancies between you know the way I express myself and the way other person would perceive it or other person would prefer things to be expressed to them or the way they express themselves to you you know so what's your experience on you know expression and love languages and things like that oh oh man okay so I love the idea of love and like everything in between, not just the idea, the action, the, the, the affirmations, everything, right? So like, um, I guess my primary love language is uh, quality time and then it's mm. physical touch. So those two are really, really close together. Mm. Um, so I guess they, they kind of come together. You know? um, yeah, so I really do appreciate, you know, those quiet moments, just like sitting down, staring at, sceneries with someone um how do you say like uh meaningful conversations because that's called time for me as well we're like watching a movie together and then we're like discussing what happened or something to me like that's that's so meaningful 
uh, it's it's in those times that I actually remember who was beside me, what we talked about, how they how they talked, how they looked like. Yeah, it's all these details. Um, yeah, and physical touch, I guess, comes in the form of like hugs, kisses, um, yeah, any form of like uh, embrace, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of why I guess like I'm a very huggy person when I'm close to someone. It's like I understand that tomorrow is not promised to me or to them, and you know this may any day may be the last day that I see them, and I I don't want to forget that. I don't care what anybody says. I don't want to forget the fact that I may not see them tomorrow or ever again. And that's kind of why every single time I see someone or when I'm departing from them, I hug them goodbye if they're close enough to me. Yeah, consent, of course. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like anything, the craziest things, like, like I've thought about this before, right? like we're ants. Okay, compared to the world around us, like anything can kill us. You know, like how dumb mm-hmm. that is, you know, a truck falling us will die, you know, some lamppost hits us the right way will die, you know, like falling down the stairs. You can just like you can choke, choke on water. You can just choke on water. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine like all the silly ways that we can die? Like I just and I'm not gonna take that for granted, okay? Like I don't care if my friend was silly enough to, you know. <laughs> But this is my way of saying I love you before you go. I need you to know. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I definitely relate to that because because I would I would make people stay in campus so my job is done so I could just go and say bye because I would tell them that I'm not sure that when you leave this campus yeah. If I'm going to see you tomorrow or if there will be any tomorrow, you know, for me yeah. that I would see you. So just let's say bye. You know, is that is that a big thing? You know, just let's say bye, you know, before we leave. Yeah. So. It's so small, but it means so much. Right? All these little things, really. All the little things. But uh, being somebody who's aware that, like, you know, five love languages, right? Different people, different stuff. I do make it a point. I don't know what kind of love language this is, but... I do make it a point to know their love language and mm. keep it in mind so mm. I can show them love in a way that they can receive or mm. the easiest way that they can receive you know I'm mm. not really you know so much of a gift person because a lot of times like I, I feel like mm, I'm not sure like I guess like sometimes when I buy gifts or people buy gifts like it doesn't like it's like they don't put as much meaning into it like sometimes mm-hmm. I don't know like it's, it's the thought that counts but for me like it means so much when they actually really thought about it like you know this is catered for you you know mm-hmm. in that, in that sense. I'm not too big on gifts but the thing is if I know someone loves gift, gifts I would really put the effort to to tie things together like um, okay their hobbies are this they like this their favorite color is this and that and I will make the gift so catered for them that it's just it just has their name on it it's like when you see it you know it's for them kind of thing you know it's, that's my way of loving them as well like i don't know if that's a love language no, that's, that's, just- that's, a, that's a very unique thing about you actually i mean like yeah other people might do it as well but like in 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 the circle of friendships friend, friendship that i had in help university i would say you know, like nobody as frequently as you would ask me what I like, what I dislike, you know, what are the places that I go visit, you know, where's my stamping ground or, you know, or, or, you, you ask detailed questions about, you know, what the other person might or might not like, you know, and then boom, it's my birthday and you write me like an entire poem and I'm like, how, 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 how cool is that, okay? And so, yeah, definitely your, your, whatever you give away kind of like carries your signature and my signature on it as well, because I, I truly feel that, I mean, you, you, you got me a, sh- a, a shot glass, even though I'm a Muslim. And then you were like, <laughs> you were like, <laughs> what did you say exactly? Mm. <laughs> I don't remember what you said, but it was so funny a thing when you gave me that, that. That shot glass last time. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, like I, I, I like these these things because because nobody nobody asks me like like 
that much into details of like what you like and what you don't. So in return, they could actually cater, you know, uh, to those inclinations. So I really like that about you. Yeah, I, I just, it's, it's the look on their face, you know, like that pure joy. Oh, it can't yeah. just be like a, a, a normal gift, you know, like mm. it can't, like that, I mean, how is, how am I supposed to discern this from somebody else then? Like, how am I supposed to say that this was really for you? I thought mm. about you, you know, mm. did I really put that much thought into it or was, you know, I, I kind of late for a birthday and I just, you know, mm, well, this one <laughs> works, you know, they kind of like this. I, I don't know, like. Yeah, I, I am a forgetful person as well. But I think that's why sometimes when I do know stories about a, a person, I try to, I, I guess like their interests and stuff like that, I try to paint it into a story. Like this person is like this, they like that. Like like in a way, like some similar to what you said, like when you when you have a new person, you treat it like a new case in a mm. way. You know, like mm. They're a whole novel being. That's kind of how I look at it too. Like when I have a new friend, I treat them as a whole entire universe. Like they have their own thoughts, their feelings, their traumas, their their interests, their hobbies, things they like, like all their quirkiness. Their um, like I don't know them fidgeting when they see when they look at the sky or something, or when every time every time they see a rainbow, they have to like I don't know put thumbs up or something. You know yeah. all these weird things, but it makes them them, and it's so beautiful. Mm. Mm. I definitely yeah. relate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. To be able to put it into like a gift or like any sort of form to to show it to them, it's like it's also telling them that you know them or you remember them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you told me you were gonna like buy me that. What was it like a correction tape? Uh, uh, the, the little crystal, and I, and I and I still haven't got it because we never met. <laughs> you know, after that. I mean, like we did, but you forgot, or like I forgot. I don't know. But but yeah, every time nowadays that I see something, little prince, you know, out there, I'm like, okay, Ariel, Ariel spirit, summer clothes, you know. <laughs> I always think about you when I see that because, like, I I I mean, I I did think about reading it before. Like, I did mm. see it somewhere online, and people were saying that, oh, this is like a really deep story, yeah. and I'm all for the rolling in the deep, okay. <laughs> loved it or how much it, it meant a lot to you okay so when i read it right like the language sounds like you it sounds like how you talk and i'm like whoa okay and immediately like the narrator became you like you were the little prince okay? and then you wear you wear your scarf okay oh and my then, god and then how you put all these little things into something you love like it becomes so meaningful it's it's just like the story you know with his his rose how there were yeah. many roses out there but it's not his rose that's like yeah. you too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need an entire session on Little Prince. Uh, <laughs> what a wholesome book. Uh, Ariel, uh, before we get to the uh, to the last part, I want to ask this question because I think it's a very important thing to, to address. Uh, because, you know, all we've been talking about kind of like hints at the importance of being genuine and being authentic, being original, despite whatever. Uh, so the question is, you being the genuine person that you try your best to be, I'm not saying you are because we can never be 100% sure of anything, uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, you, you know, like wanting to be that and doing all that you can to be as genuine and as authentic and as original as you can be. And you've seen the consequences of it. Is it worth it to be that genuine, to, to try to be that genuine, to try to be, to leave the persona out, you know, to, to not wear a mask and always be yourself? Is it worth it? It is the most liberating thing I have ever done, ever. I, I do not regret it at all. Like, first of all, at least the people who stay know how much I love them and how much I am capable of change to be better and better, to love them the way that they deserve to be loved. 
despite all my mistakes, despite all the times that I've hurt and not perfect, but that doesn't mean that I won't stop. That does that that doesn't mean that I will stop trying. Yeah. So it it is liberating because I mean as cliche as it sounds that like you know just be yourself and you know you'll you'll do the uh, you'll attract the right people, but it really is true. Like it's it's I believe okay that everybody in the world is fucked up. Okay. Okay, everyone is fucked up. Pick true. your favorite. Right? <laughs> Pick your favorite kind of fucked up. Okay. You can have the alcoholic but who's a sweetheart. Okay. Or you can have like the person with abandonment issues who's like a little insensitive and likes racist jokes. You know what I mean? Like That's pick me. your favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, like all the memories that you make and everything, right? about it right you're never gonna remember oh i remember the time where you had the perfect outfit and you sat there beautifully in the sunset and you know the way you looked at me and you were so kind and you said, no it's the one that you're gonna remember the most okay i'm not saying you're not gonna remember that the ones you're gonna remember the most are the night that you know y'all ended up at someone's place drunk okay you ended no. up okay maybe broke for for a while and you ended up staying together in the same dorm and and you know there was this one friend who was like who just cannot seem to wash the dishes for some reason, oh. allergic to soap or something, you know, like, it's these things you remember by the time that you change. Everybody changes and they're, they're better versions of themselves, right? You're going to remember these moments that you stuck around. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel as though that question just, just awoke the Anne in you, you know, the Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> and the way you started with that question... Oh, this is the most liberating thing I've ever done. I was, okay, Anne is here. <laughs> this is no more little prince. This is Anne speaking. <laughs> Welcome to Anne. <laughs> With any... Gosh. I, I really do believe that, like, you know, the more authentic you are, like, as messed up as you are, when you really do attract the right people because they... I'm, this may be getting a bit more spiritual, but, like, they vibrate at the same frequency as you do, you know? Yeah. And you know, attract those people and like that's where the real connections start and that's where your life begins as an individual person rather than someone who you think you should be because you want to keep these people mm -hmm. mm. embrace the crazy girl yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh yeah, thank you for uh, the the elaborate lecture uh, on that <laughs> question. That was very enlightening, I'd say. Uh, okay, before we end, uh, and that's usually what we end as, and that's one or two experiences of friendship that stands out and that doesn't need to, I mean, like, that's not necessarily a positive, I mean, I'm not trying to hint at the necessarily positive or negative experience so whichever that comes to your mind is humorous i think it's it's one of the earliest forms of friendship I've, I've had and um it really led me to tears like i i don't know if this person will ever hear this podcast but like um if they do it's it's um it's this experience, okay, when I, when I was a small girl, I was in a primary school, and it was a, it was like a Chinese primary school, okay, and that's tough, like, I, I didn't have any background in Mandarin, Chinese, and it was tough for me to fit in, I couldn't really understand them, I, I was doing my best, right, but every now and then I'd get, you know, hit with the rotan, like, just because I said something wrong, or maybe I pronounced something, I don't know, what do they want from me, so, um, being in that kind of situation where I already can't understand what this what this teacher is trying to tell me, I can't I can't defend myself. So there was one day I uh, I forgot my mathematics book, you know, and I was so sure I finished my homework, okay, because this was kind of like uh, the teacher was kind of like checking um, who didn't bring, who didn't finish, and you you're gonna get it, okay, you're really gonna get it. And I was like confident, okay? I was like, I did the work, okay? Like, I'll be fine. But guess what? My forgetful ass left my book at home. 
which teacher is gonna believe you if you tell them I did the work but I didn't bring the book? No, no. And let alone, right? Let alone this girl who has no background in Chinese and like um has never been able to properly articulate herself to the teacher. You know, she's not gonna believe my ass, okay? So I was like panicking, really, really panicking. Okay, and this like best mate of mine is a boy. Um uh he he ended up becoming one of my best friends, honestly. Uh, so he uh okay, this is what he did. He just like he saw my panic, but I wasn't gonna tell him because I was a very like loner in a sense that I'm not gonna tell you I'm suffering, I'm just gonna suffer here. So he just took his book and he like slid it across the table and he was just like, take, take my book. And I was like, I was like, are you are you kidding me? Like, do you wanna die? Or like what? Like, you know, she's coming with the rotan, okay? You know? And like I was so scared because like, okay, back then, I really didn't have any sort of like compassion for my friends. Like I, I really mm. didn't care so much about them because like I was the kind of person who just wanted to finish my work, go home and like play on my PS2. So I didn't really give a shit about people. Okay, So let alone this boy who usually irritates me every single day of my <laughs> life. I, I beat the shit out of him because he irritates me all day long. So he, he did that for me, right? And I was like, no, like you're going you're gonna to get it. Like I, no, 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 no. No, no, just take it back. And he's like, no, 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 just take it. And then like, he, he he stood up. Okay, he stood up and he, he went to go and get the broom. Okay, the broom. And he went to go and like sweep the floor. And like he went to sweep there, sweep here. And like everywhere the teacher went, he swept the other side. Okay, he's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm sorry. And then he kept getting yelled at, okay, by the teacher. She was like, she's like, Okay, what, what can I do this guy? Okay, like, okay la, lemon la, okay. So she was like, lemon, you go and sit down now. And then he was just, ah, no, no, I'm, I'm here dirty, I'm chill, here dirty, dirty. Ah, never mind, never mind, I go back, ah, it's okay, it's okay. And then she was like, uh-huh. she was occupied with checking, right? So she would scold him every now and then, and she would check. Scold him, check. What do you want? To my, like, biggest surprise, I swear to God, he didn't get it. Like, uh-huh. like, the, the worst he got was like a cane to the leg because he's like walking around and like he's sweeping when he should be sitting down, right? He didn't get it. Wow. And like he's a troublemaker in class, okay? So he, he's the kind of boy who like probably forgets his work all the time. So he should be, you know, like he would be on the radar, right? I don't know why that day. He was just so blessed. Like he didn't get it except for that one rotan to the leg because he was walking around <laughs> and whatnot, right? He came to sit beside me and he was like panting. Like, so... Okay, like, are you good? And I was like, are you stupid or what? And I was was so mad at him, but I was so touched. And I I was crying, I was crying on my own. I don't think he knew, or maybe he knew, I don't know. He was crying, I was thinking like, why would you do this kind of thing? I would have left you for the wolves, okay? Like, I would have just let you die. Because as I said, I didn't care back then, right? He he offered himself. Yeah, but he was one of the people right, that really like taught me the meaning of friendship. After him, he was the one that mm. made me loyal to people. Like mm. he really taught me the fact that if you love somebody and if they're your friend, sometimes you hurt for them. Like you take mm. the fall for them. Mm. I was like, I really learned from me after that. Like. I would take the fall for people, seriously. Like, I would sacrifice myself. I would any way, as long as it would, like, help them in any way possible. Like, mm. of course, like, I don't let them step on me. But, like, of course, like, you, you got to tell when. But, like, he really, like, that, oh. that friend, you know. Like, uh, we lost oh contact over, um, over this course. But, like, I really am trying to mend our friendship again. Like, I, we just kind of drifted apart. But he is... He needs to know that, like, if ever, like, you know, future friends experience this loyalty, this kindness and compassion, it stemmed from him, you know, like, he was the one that planted the seed, okay? (laughs) Okay, we we gotta try our best to uh, let this podcast reach to as large an audience as it could, so we could get this friend to come back, (laughs) you know, because this is, this is by far one of the, one of the most unique and same time funniest you know 
experiences that I've had. We usually don't end on such a funny note and at the same time, very fulfilling, you know. How could sacrifice be so funny in a way? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But yeah, I'm just I'm just glad that you brought it up, and it's a very very beautiful thing that happened to you. And well, I'm I'm happy for you to have had such an example in your life that 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 kind of like shifted your your perspective in a very unexpected way. You know, all together. So that's a very very interesting thing. Thank you very much. Who would have thought it would take a math book like? Yeah, I mean, like it's. And, and you know, like during schools, those are the moments that mean the most to us. You know, that 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 getting caned by by the teacher or getting scolded, or like asking you to come and stand up on the uh, you yeah, know, the stage. punishment. Yeah, <laughs> and like you are in such an inferior position. Everybody's looking at you, and she goes on with the lecture. I'm like. So if somebody were to save you from that shame and that that pain, I mean, like, I understand. I do understand. Well, Ariel, Adrian, thank you very much for joining me on this episode. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. On yeah, Friends. it's been so fun. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sure. I wish you all the best and hope we talk again about 